Hello, and welcome to Small Business Happy Hour, a podcast where we interview a different entrepreneur or small business owner every week to hear their story. We chat about their business, passions, struggles, and all things small business. Oh, and we drink with our guests during the interview, hence the happy hour. I'm your host, Derek, founder of Yoga for All Humans, a fully online yoga studio. And I'm your host, Holly, creator of the blog, The Bitter Lemon, and author of many books. We are so happy you're here. Hello. Hi. <laughs> like how you're like sitting in the pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's needed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I mean, I'm not going to turn on my, my spotlight for Holly. She didn't care. Did you try to get to her gift tickets? No. <laughs> no. I'm not that diehard. Yeah. Not at all. I don't, I'm not a big concert person either. Um, I usually go to concerts whenever people invite me. Uh, I usually yeah. don't seek them out, you know? I am just like so over Taylor Swift. Like I yeah. used to like not have any sort of problem. I like I do like some of her songs, but like I just cannot with her continuing to dig up the past. Like John Mayer is a fucking douche, but can you just stop, please? <laughs> it was twelve the years ago. Is that, like she's been in a relationship for five years. That's theoretically going well, so she didn't have anything else to write about. That's the part I don't understand, though. I'm like. I feel like you the message that you're sending is like that people can never get over shit and like don't you have a good life and things are good for you now and then when this last album came out the reason it pissed me off is because I felt like the stuff that she writes about him makes it sound like he raped her and oh yeah if that's the case let's put the bitch in jail like let's put him in jail like yeah no no more joking around no more writing songs put him behind bars but if that's not the case have a glass of wine take a xanax and get the fuck over that shit <laughs> because... this is going in the podcast by the way <laughs> <laughs> because like I said, I know John Mayer is a douche as I sit here with my holiday John Mayer garland. Okay. Yeah. It was 12 years ago. Like if he just broke your heart, like that stinks, but like, come on, girl. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Yeah, I think she's out of content. Um just because like she's in a stable relationship now. Um if she would just come out of the closet, then she could write about that. Do you think she's in the closet? You haven't heard all the theories on no. Beyond the Blinds? Is there a Beyond the Blinds on her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, I guess now that you theories. say it, like, I wouldn't be that shocked, but like, I never just never thought about it. Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about her being bi, at least. Theories about her having dated Carly Kloss. Carly Kloss, is that her name? Or Carly? Yeah, Carly Kloss, a model. I think she's a model. And yeah, her yeah. dating, Diana Agron was a big one. I don't know who that is. Quinn Fabre from Glee. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing. Yeah, so I'm like 
100% convinced that she's at least bi, if not a lesbian. If that's the case, do you think she's in the closet because of her fans or what? Uh, It's confusing because, like, you would think that she would have come out at this point. And, like, I think maybe she was intending to with, remember that that really flamboyant album where she, like, had, like, the music video where it was, like, it's okay to be gay and, like, all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, was that the the music video with, like, it was, like, in a trailer park and she was, like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So, like, if you listen to the to the lyrics, like, she's talking about herself a lot of the time. And I think, like, that album was supposed to be her coming out album, but maybe something happened and, like, someone thought it was more strategic for her to stay in the closet. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how we got on Taylor's. Oh, because I asked you about Taylor Swift. <laughs> you did ask me that, yeah. Oh, like, how did so, we get on this topic? Yeah, no, that was not part of our week, but I did That's... have a long week. <laughs> but yeah, welcome back for episode three. 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 <laughs> I feel like we, I, I think it's because we've recorded so many. I yeah, feel like, yeah. how is it only episode three? But I also feel like, wow, we're going, we're doing it. And, you know, the week goes, well, maybe not for some people, but for me, the week goes by fast. And I'm like, wow, here we ha- have another episode coming out. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It is fun to see the new episodes drop, though. And like, now that they're because Fallon's was last week and this week will be Sarah and it's fun to see the episodes drop now that they're real people you know mm-hmm. yeah and it's fun to edit those episodes too yes you spend a lot of time with the episodes when you're editing them where I get to just listen like, <laughs> like a regular li- listener yeah yeah basically um, I thought about and that when I earlier. when I listen to Fallon's episode you know I obviously remember some of it but yeah listening to it again I was really I was really blown away by just overall like I love her demeanor and her attitude about stuff and the that was some of the feedback that I got from other people that listened. So I hope people liked that one. I I liked it. Yeah, that one's awesome. Yeah, but this next one will be good. They're all good. It's like they're all going to be very different, and they're all really good in their own ways. Yeah, it's something that I think we're going to prove to ourselves and to our listeners. Like with every episode, is something that I've been hearing pretty much ever since I started in journalism and writing, which was when I was 16, I started writing for a high school newspaper, but our journalism teacher used to always tell us, you know, everyone has a story. And I think it's something we easily forget and it comes up like in certain times, but, you know, we are interviewing a lot of these people knowing some of their story, but when we start asking them questions they tell us, how they got to where they are and I mean so far I've just been kind of blown away and it kind of makes you wonder like just about everybody like yeah what's going on with everybody it's like we're all just doing what we can with whatever situation and it's like some some of these stories I'm just like wow I would have never thought that because why would I have thought that but 
it's cool. It is very cool. And I know we've both had long weeks, which is interesting considering the person that is our guest for this week, um, because she is a human design expert, which was Mm -hmm. something I've recently learned, you more recently learned. um, But human design is all about like, adapting what you do in your life around not necessarily what your strengths are, but like just being more aware of who you are and how that plays into what you do, you Mm -hmm. know? And it helped me a lot learning about my human design. I learned about it through a business coach because it's just given me more permission to, to be myself and do what I need to in life. Because like me, I'm in human design. I'm what's called a, this is how tired I am. Why am I forgetting what I'm called? Manifester? Is that what you want? A manifester. Yeah. An emotional manifester. Um, Thank you. I was saying the only thing that was coming out of my mind was generator because that's what she does. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, Yeah. And as a manifester, like I need to take breaks. So I've had a long couple of weeks with work and the studio. And so this past Friday, I guess which was yesterday, I actually just took like a day off, which I haven't done in a very long time. That's so great. like me and yeah, me and one of my best friends. Lauren, we will occasionally do like a movie day where we, I mean, she lives in Portland. And so we'll just like be on the phone and watch the same thing. And a lot of times mm-hmm. we'll do like movie marathons. But this time we decided to restart the Sex and the City series, like oh, fun. The, the original from the beginning. Yeah. So Those we did that like literally. first season episodes where they like talk to the camera. Talk to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cringy. Yeah. Um, but it was so good. And it was like a lot of like nostalgia and reminiscing. Um, because we were such huge huge fans, you know, back oh, yeah. in the day. And we got to like season two, episode four, probably. So we got a little okay. we watched a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was my Friday. But like leading up to that, you know, I, I had mentioned I was doing the work travel and oh, <laughs> On my other screen here, I can see part of my expense report that I was submitting. And the poor people in accounting are probably going to think I'm so trashy because I was like expensing like McDonald's and Papa John's. And I was like, oh, <laughs> clearly I needed like some comfort food while I was right? there. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So it's, I mean, like travel just takes a lot out of you, you know? It, and it does. It does. And I do enjoy traveling for work. <laughs> Especially because, like, whenever I travel, it's usually for career fairs. So I get to meet other employees and then engage with students. And so there's a lot of, like, feel-good things that happen. But, yeah, just all around, it's very exhausting. So then I had, like, a full work week after that of, like, catching up. Because I was out for three days at the career fair. Then I was catching up. And then my work days are always really busy to begin with. So Friday could not have come fast enough for a nice little break. I think that I'm having like a, just like an inner, I don't want to say inner crisis, but that's really the only thing (laughs) to describe it because honestly, uh, 
you know, in, in over the past, like few years, like I was laid off at the beginning of the pandemic, I was laid off from my full-time job. And at that time I really had no savings, no plan. I did not expect to get laid off and they gave us two weeks pay. And I was just scrambling to get freelance work, make things work. And it was some of the roughest that was some of the roughest time. Like I, there were days when I was like, I am really not sure how I'm going to make things work. And I mean, things worked out, but my day-to-day situation was just not good. Like I worked a lot and I was not having consistent work. I worked for a lot of clients that were like very needy. And I finally was able to get a full-time job in June of 2021. So it took me like, I wasn't looking for a full-time job that full whole time. I was just doing freelance and whatever. And even when I took that full-time job, I had so much like money PTSD from COVID and from getting laid off that I kept a part-time job. So I was working my full-time job and a part-time job. And I still had a few freelance clients on the Mm -hmm. side of that. And I was too afraid to like let any of them go because I was like, I need to build a savings account. I need to have six months of money. I need to pay down debt, whatever, because I was like, this is going to happen again. Like I keep working at startups. I keep getting laid (laughs) off. But at the end of 2021, I had worked so much that I felt physically ill. Like I remember specifically like a Friday night, I called my mom and I was like, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep and not wake up. I thought that I was going to have a heart attack. Like I did not, it wasn't a panic attack. It was something I still don't know what it was, but she was just like, you really need to like shut your computer and like go to, you know, you need to get rest. You need to take a bath, get rest, whatever. But even when I tried to like meditate or take a bath, like I was freaking out. Mm. And that was when I decided like, okay, I, I obviously have to wrap up the work that I have, but once I do, I need to quit, like quit the part-time job. I need to just put faith in my full-time job and like, stop doing this. So when we entered into 2022, I was like determined to only work my full-time job because I was like, it's not worth it. Like every minute of my life previously was planned. And most of the time it was work. I never did anything. I never didn't read like a book for fun. I wasn't like watching TV for fun. I didn't have much of a social life. Like I was just working. And so it probably took me like three months of like the start of this year to like get rid of those like feelings of like feeling guilty for not working all the time and just like truly letting go. And it was about that time when I went to work, I had a full, you know, my full-time job and we had a work retreat and our CEO basically said, um, things are not so great. And I don't have a plan for the future. Do with that what you will. And so in April of 2022, I was like, okay, cool. We're all getting laid off again. Love that. Um, I didn't get laid off until July, but I spent like those three months, like feeling like it's coming. This is happening to me Uh again. And it did. And now you know, I have taken on a seasonal retail job to try and slow down 
living off of my savings because that's what I'm pretty much doing at this point. And I knew that this was going to happen and I chose to get this seasonal retail job, but I will just say, I mean, anyone that's worked in retail can relate, like whether you're working 15 hours a week, 20, 30, you're spending more time than that. Like, you know, whether it's getting ready, driving to the job, worrying about the job, whatever. For me, this job is like a job that's based in like the beauty and fashion space. So like, I do like get ready and get fully made up and dressed and like the amount of more laundry that I've had to do to keep up with this job. (laughs) And like, they are scheduling for, I work 32 hours a week, which is the legal maximum amount that I can work as a Uh part-timer. And I know that it's like, it just hit me this week. Like I've been working there for, for almost a month. It's been three, I think three weeks. And it just hit me this week. Like, I feel like time is just flying by and in my bones, like I hate that feeling because I, I spent several years like during college and after college, like on new year's Eve, thinking about the years past and feeling like I don't even know what I did this year. And I think it was like, my dad passed away in 2018. And pretty much ever since then, like I kind of promised myself, like, I'm not going to just let time pass because I have this like huge fear that I'll look back on my life. And all I did was work or all Mm -hmm. I did was nothing productive or whatever. And so I think right now I'm just really struggling because it's like, on the one hand, I know I'm doing what I need to do to, you know, make the money. Right. And on the other hand, I feel like I'm just going to work as dark as it sounds. My days are pretty much my worst nightmare right now. Like every minute is planned. It's, it's what I spent, you know, the first quarter of this year trying to get away from. And now here I am. And like, I absolutely hate that. (laughs) Like I, like I was telling you, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to complete you know, my NaNoWriMo this year, which is something I really wanted to do. And even if like, I took that off my plate, it's like, forget reading a book for leisure. Like that's not going to happen. You want to watch a Christmas movie? Um, That's nice. You won't. (laughs) 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 It's not funny, but. No, it's like, I have to laugh at it because I, I don't want it to sound like I'm complaining. And I feel like probably there are a lot of small business owners listening, being like, yeah, like we don't get to slow down. And I, I totally, um, I totally understand that. But I think like during the holidays, especially like, I just have this longing to like, be able to spend time with my friends and family and savor, you know, this holiday time And it's just like, wow, it's flying by. Like the fact that Thanksgiving is next week. Yeah. At the time this comes out, it'll be like in two days. And it's like, I honestly didn't even realize that Thanksgiving was like now. (laughs) It's crazy. Get ready for Black Friday. I know. No, I feel you. I mean, I had to force myself to take this Friday to myself because... Like I said, I haven't had one of those in a really long time because I feel like I always seem to be doing something for the studio. And obviously yeah. I have the full-time job. 
there's just so many things that take so much time. And I'm like, I just want to enjoy my life. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And it's, even if you took some of it away, there would still be more stuff. Yeah, it's it's insane. For me personally, I just worry, like, I worry so much about, like, am I going to run myself sick? Am I going to run myself ragged, you know? Yeah, you probably are. I mean, I have to make time for leisure time. I mean, I was able to do it during undergrad because I, in grad school, like, I was working full-time, going to school full-time, and somehow having a social life all through the while. Um, but now, like... If I don't, if I don't make time for leisure time, whether it's just like an hour or two at night of, you know, watching TV, which ends up cutting into my sleep time. Um, <laughs> and I have to juggle that. Like, is it is it worth it to get an hour or two more sleep or an hour or two more of just like relaxing insanity? Because like, I've noticed a correlation between when I'm pushing myself too hard and my migraines. Oh, and also, okay. if it's not a migraine attack, it'll be an anxiety attack, even though I'm yeah. medicated for anxiety and migraines. Um, so, like, you know, they'll sneak in regardless of the medicine. There's only so much medicine can do, you know, to prevent those things. Um, yeah. So humans are frail, I guess, is what we're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Please I, take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I think that is like even just a reminder to myself to like I am you know even though for retail time like Black Friday is is not going to be a fun day for me I yeah. am very much looking forward to Thanksgiving and not having to answer to anyone on yeah. Thanksgiving uh, I definitely will not be no matter what deadlines are looming I am not going to be working on Thanksgiving I'll probably do a tech Shabbat on Thanksgiving and just <laughs> good <laughs> Aside from, you know, Black Friday shopping, I'll be using my tech for that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I guess it's just something we all kind of have to deal with on some level or another. Like, even if your day isn't packed to the gills, like we all have, you know, you everyone, unless you're, you know, super privileged, has to prioritize to some level, like your whatever your money making thing is, you know. And yeah, yeah. It's so funny because at my... I will say, like, I don't know if this is entertaining to anyone, but I definitely will have retail stories like, for, you know, I am just trying to get through right now. And then I'll save the funny stories for yeah. when, when it's over, which who knows if I'll make it to January. Like at this point, every shift, I'm just like, OK, let me get let me get on through this one. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I'm sure I'll have all kind of stories after Black Friday and after surviving the holiday season, however far I make it. But the funny thing is, you know, despite me apparently sucking big donkey dick at <laughs> loyalty, they keep scheduling me 32 hours. And yeah. every time I show up and they say something, I want to just be like, if I suck so bad, why am I on the schedule so much? I mean, I could take some time off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of Black Friday, it's a good segue into what's going on at Yoga for All Humans. We have 12 days of yoga, um, okay. which I'm dropping tomorrow. So today is Saturday, whatever day before Thanksgiving. So I guess tomorrow's the 20th. Is that right? That sounds yes. right. Yes. Yes. Today's the 19th. Tomorrow's the 20th. So we'll be running 
a 12 days of yoga, like, you know, basically our Black Friday promotion, which I didn't have one last year because I'm, I'm sometimes I'm not good at coming up with that shit. One of my teachers actually came up with this, so I cannot take credit. Um, Shatori came up with it. Oh, cool. And we're going to. Yeah, I know. I love her. And so for like the next week, we'll have it to where you can buy the 12 days of yoga package, which will be like 12 pre-recorded classes. They'll be 12 minutes each. And it's only 12 bucks. Wow. Way to set a theme and stick to it. That was all Shatori. Love it. Um, and her mom. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it was so cute whenever Shatori presented it to me. I was like, girl, we can do that. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm dropping that tomorrow. Um, and people can buy it off the website. Yeah, yeah. And then what we're going to do is like pre record the videos and I'll like have them as like, you know, like private YouTube videos and then send out the links every day and it'll be. I think the 13th through the 24th, you know, so the, I mean, it's the days leading up to Christmas, but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it more of a holiday thing than a Christmas thing, obviously. Yeah. So it'll be nice little bite-sized pieces of like 12 minute yoga classes that you can do between Thanksgiving and Christmas to keep yourself sane is the idea. I love it. So if, if someone is already a member, how does that work? So it's just extra, you know, you just um, go to the, to the yoga for all humans store and you can just like buy it, add it to your cart and check out. Mm, Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I know it's so cute. So Shatori and I are going to split it. So she's going to do six and I'm going to do six. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am having a sale in my Etsy shop. uh, Are you? Yes. Etsy as a platform, you know, encourages sellers to like set up a sale so that you can kind of like grab buyers. Oh yeah, sure. Um, So my sale, I believe it has already started. I think it started today. So by the time people are listening, it will be there. And it just, I'm not advertising it anywhere, but just it runs through December 1st. So if you can't get to it this weekend, okay. it will still be there, but it's spend $5 in the shop and you get 20% off your whole purchase. So it's shop wide. Most of the items are between, everything is under $10. So between yeah. $10. So if you buy two things, you'll get the discount. That's awesome. Yeah. So... I usually do like item by item sales, but I'm trying to do more of these like site-wide bundle sales and see how they do. So that's what's going on there. And I usually always do have things on sale in the shop, but I don't really know like how this will probably be like my biggest sale until maybe like Uh a year or something, just because I'm trying to sell my holiday stuff. So that's cute. I love that. Yeah. Uh, with the um with the 12 days of yoga, you can buy it for other people too. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. This was a long update. <laughs> I know. I'm sure you're gonna edit some of it down, cut some of it. I out. will. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for people to hear. I think 
you know, I think we were, we definitely wanted to have content this week and we were hesitant because we're not sure like how many people will be listening, but hopefully if you're headed out for the holidays, going on a road trip or something, you'll have some content to listen to. And I am so excited that Sarah is this episode because first of all, I'm, I'm like so happy that she sat down with us, but also like, I think her offering is so helpful for like what we were saying, like avoiding, like burnout from your life. And she has a really nice offering for people for holiday gifts. So. Yeah. She has holiday gifts as well. Um, Either for yourself or for a loved one. It was also like an episode full of gratitude. It was like our, our intro may be a little downtrodden, but the episode (laughs) itself is, is very upbeat. So it's an episode full of hope. (laughs) Good. Because. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we do need it so sarah's yeah. here to bring the hope <laughs> awesome well enjoy you guys or yeah. you you all i need to get in the habit of not saying you guys yeah because not everyone's a guy Derek. that's right i know <laughs> enjoy everyone one and all <laughs> there she is <laughs> See, can we hear how cute your hat is? Oh, thank you. This is my I don't feel like washing my hair look. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can. You sound great. Um, cheers. Do wait, do we have drinks if people yeah? Uh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look at Holly's (laughs) pour is amazing. That is my (laughs) that's the dream pour right there. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, let's just see how much I can fit in this glass. (laughs) A whole bottle. I'm excited about this. Um, what are you drinking, Sarah? Your drink looks so cute. Thanks. I had to make like a last minute switch because I realized I was out of St. Germain. So I switched to, I made this up the other night where it's kind of like my take on a Negroni um, because it's gin. And then instead of doing Campari, which sometimes feels like a little medicinal to me, it's another like, um, it's like a healthier liqueur. It's by, it's called something Amaro, but by lo-fi and it's like made for aperitif. So I did that and then I had some lemon juice and then I put some floral uh, edible flowers on my lemon. That sounds phenomenal. What are you guys drinking? Red wine? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Which I, so I have followed, uh, like this, this is actually like a fangirl moment for me because I have followed you on Instagram for since your like glitter and grace days. We know you each other through Bryce, right? No. <laughs> Wait, okay. Okay. In my mind, I thought, okay, I totally know who you are obviously from Instagram and like have we've communicated and stuff, but I think I, okay. Yeah. There's a different Holly, but oh my gosh, that's so fun. <laughs> honestly, no, it has been so long since you were the glitter and grace blog that I don't even honestly recall how I came across. It had to have been your blog first, then Instagram. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Um, Back in the blog days. Yes. Yes. And so I knew you were going to come on here with a drink looking fabulous. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that too. And then I looked at my clock and I was like, actually, I'm just going to drink a half a bottle of wine. instead." <laughs> well, we approve. Unfortunately, very sad story because I'm like a red wine girl to my core. And lately it has not been a green with me like it makes Uh me I need to figure out a kind of red wine that doesn't give me headaches so I don't know if it's just like the sulfates are affecting me differently now but I almost consistently will wake up with a headache every single time I drink it like even if it's just a glass or like obviously like if I have two or more but 
it's heartbreaking because I'm like, I need, I don't know. I'm going to look into it. I think that there's probably ways that I can mitigate that. But for now, I feel like I like have been out of a red wine phase for me, which is very out of character. So I'm more in a cocktail era. <laughs> yeah. I bought one of those like aerators that has an, a filter for the sulfates. Oh, does, do you think it works? I've, I've heard of those. It. Yeah. I, I bought like the disposable wands. They kind of look like a tea bag that you put in. It's like, I've seen like, this too. But yeah. That seems so against like my environmental efforts. Mm -hmm. So I bought like a reusable, um, where you just toss the filter and I think it helps, but I may not, I don't know if I'm the best candidate because I, I noticed a little bit of a difference, but I don't really know. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Hey Google stop. Oh, now my Google is like, Sorry. Usually, usually people have Alexa. So usually that's the problem, but okay. Anyways, we're good. <laughs> you try, um, have you tried vegan wine? You know, that's it. I think I have, I haven't done enough, like, yeah. um, like documenting of the experience. Cause I've had, you know, like organic wine. I've had wine in Italy. Like, I feel like when I'm in Italy, it's better or like other countries it's better, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just need to pay attention to like, what is the common denominator of what seems to make me always have a headache and see, I'm actually taking a wine class next week. And so I'm going to definitely be asking about this because it's a, it's a dire situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be devastated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least you're, you're It'll be fine. I can still have some. I just have to like, yeah, I just have to figure it out. <laughs> so have you seen that, that viral TikTok with the Negroni? Yes, and a or whatever. I had to look it up because I was like, "What the heck is this?" Like, I didn't understand what people were saying. And then the drink, yeah, I don't know. Have you guys had one? I haven't. No. So now I'm inspired. I'll have to make one. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. I'm a gin girl, so I do like gin. Um, and I do like this compared to like an. I do like a normal Negroni too. But yeah, I'm trying to play around with like making my own drinks and coming up with a signature cocktail for my house. But I haven't fully. I don't think I've arrived there yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. It's nice to meet you. Thank um, you, Derek. I know it's so nice to meet you guys too, or to meet you and then to see you in real life, Holly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I can just go ahead and say like, we're talking to Sarah Bacon from High Def Humans and we we're just, we have some questions for you, but I'm actually really curious to see where this conversation goes because you're diff, you have a different story than some people that we've already talked to. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned before, I you know started following you when you had your blog, and one thing that I like was really inspired by. I mean, this was many years ago. You had a nine to five job that from from the looks of the blog, you loved it. Mm-hmm. And then you left that job and you were basically like, I'm going to take more control of my life. And so I'm curious if you're comfortable talking about what, what that was like, and then we can kind of get into what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like my career journey has definitely had taken a lot of turns throughout the years. Like my background was in psychology. I thought I wanted to be a marriage family therapist. So I'd started going to grad school for that. And then I kind of did a di- couple different careers that were all over the place. And so that last one that I was there for like six years, um, that was with a marketing agency, like a content marketing agency. Uh, a lot of my really good friends or people who became my really good friends worked there. 
I was specifically doing like PR for our clients and then turn into marketing more so. And I mean, I love it. Like by all accounts, it was a great place to work. It was fun. It wasn't super stressful for me. And yeah, like it wasn't hard work. And, but I think just over time, I knew that that's not where my giftedness was lying. Like I just, I knew I wasn't giving the best of myself and I could feel that. And it was just starting to kind of eat away at me. And so it was one of those kind of cliche moments where it was just like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Like I'm not meant to be sitting in front of a computer for eight hours a day doing stuff that I'm not very excited about, not just for my sake, but for my company's sake, like they deserve someone in this role who's excited about it. Like I just, everything was kind of begrudgingly done. And so I, I kind of had a, I didn't really like think it through very much or have a plan in place. I decided on a Sunday and I went into my boss on Monday morning and was like, I was hoping maybe he, I could stay for a little bit while I figured stuff out. So I did stay for a month, but yeah, I gave my notice and then I left and without really a plan. And that was over four years ago. And I'm honestly still figuring it out, but I do have a lot more clarity and I'm much happier, even though I'd, you know, the money aspect of it has been a challenge for my ego to like want to align that with the work that I'm doing, but I'm like very confident I'm going to get there. And I know I just keep holding on to the belief that it is possible for me to live a life beyond my wildest dreams, doing what I love, what I'm here to do and impacting people along the way. And so I refuse to give that up until I figure out exactly what that looks like. <laughs> that is I love that. Awesome. I know. I remember when I saw that you were leaving your job and I don't think you, I don't remember you explaining like your background and how it was kind of a mismatch in that manner. But I was like, wow, because I, I'm someone that have, has gone from, you know, multiple nine to fives. I've done freelance full time sometimes, but I still, I feel like I've, you know, been, I've been out of college for gosh, I don't even know how long now it's been too long. And long I'm like, I still, I'm like, I still don't have it figured out. So mm-hmm. it's, it's always really inspiring to see someone who's just like, yeah, this isn't horrible, but it's also not what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. And, and now that I have the language of human design, which I don't if we want to get into later, but to me now I can understand the feelings I was feeling then, which is like, the idea of being in my not self of this, this feeling of frustration. Like I can just sense in my body, I'm like restless and there's something I'm not using my energy in satisfying ways. And so now it's like, I have a much better compass to figure out more quickly, like what's right for me and what's not. So Mm -hmm. I'm definitely on the right track. Um, and I also think it's important. Like I've been struggling with this because I know we know this on a logical level, but that it's hard to compare ourselves to people on social media because they're typically posting the end result or they're not posting like the in-between. And I've been thinking a lot about this lately that I would like to be more honest and vocal about what this process looks like because I'm still enjoying my life. I'm still figuring out, but it's at times it's stressful. And at times it's like, I don't, it's stressful not knowing where money's coming from or like piecing a bunch of things together or not having clarity exactly on what I'm supposed to be doing full time. Um, but yet it's like, what does that look like in the in-between? Cause I believe the end goal is worth fighting for and sticking with that. So anyways, that's just a side note of like, I think the in-between part is really important too. It's not just like the moment you leave a miserable job and then the moment you like find your dream job or whatever. I think that there's still a lot of goodness in the process in between. You are talking to two people that haven't known where money is coming from, from the past. 
I don't know how many years. Cheers. <laughs> um, it's a it's a fun and wild and stressful journey to be on. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I yeah. sorry, Derek, I just cut you. No, I was just gonna say kudos because I know leaving a nine to five is such a leap of faith because I did it too. And I've since gone back to a nine to five. Okay. Um so it's kind of been a, a full circle, but yeah. um it was it was at least nice to take a break, you know, because I left my nine to five to start yoga for all humans, and then um, money dried up, <laughs> and then here we are. But I, I at least ended up back in a lovely work environment. You know, of course, it comes with the corporate. Yeah, it comes with the corporate nuances that you know are inevitable. But thankfully, like one of my best work friends that I worked with at our previous nine to five also left after I did. Uh-huh. And she hired me where she left to go to. So. Oh my gosh. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So yeah. Have each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like one of the, one of the few people I would want to work for. And she actually yeah. runs the HR department now. So. And there is a lot. I mean, I think that there's still like, I don't think everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur necessarily either. And that there is, good to be found in that world. And also I'm hopeful that that world is evolving a little bit too. And like, they're starting, some of the rigidity of the past is starting to strip away, even like post COVID world of now allowing, you know, people to work remotely and seeing that like, maybe not everybody thrives in a office setting or forced to be in this one area all the time. Like, how can we nurture the individual because we know that that's, what's going to yield the best work anyways, instead of just like driving everybody to work the same like style of work, same hours, all of that. So I'm hopeful for a future that's going to look even more different. And I think we need conscious, good people in those companies too, because that's how we make those changes. Yeah, very true. Very yeah, true. Definitely. That's I'm- how I've thought about it, going back into it, you know, because I was trying to make positive change and then it was just hitting walls. So um, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can make positive change with this. And I found a way to keep both going. Sometimes it's crazy, but (laughs) what were you going to say, Holly? I, this, this question is like off our track, but since you mentioned, you know, maybe documenting that middle ground on social media, I'm just curious what, what are your feelings behind that? Or like, what is your hesitation behind that outside of, you know, it not looking so perfect. Cause I feel like I know Derek and I, like, that's one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast was because I know for me, like when I post things on social media, I just feel like I'm posting into a black hole and like no one's looking at it. But then I also feel like I can't not post. And so I go back and forth too. Like, should I only post the perfect stuff that people might respond to, or should I just post everything? Because who cares? (laughs) Yeah, I hear. Yeah. Social media is so tough because there's those moments where you're like, what is the point of all this? And like, I don't want to just add noise or do stuff because I'm feel like I'm supposed to, but I, I guess I just try to think of the people who I would appreciate seeing that from. And then also, I don't know. I think I'm someone who's very, I love to share, like I'm an outwardly sharing person. And so the hesitation has been like, oh, that's annoying. Or it's like, you're sharing too much or people don't care or whatever. But the reality is I actually just really enjoy it. Like, and so I'm trying to get to that headspace of just 
truly trying to let go of like what other people are thinking and being like, no, I'm not doing this just to get attention or whatever. I'm doing this because I like enjoy the verbal storytelling process of it or the documenting of this or the editing of photos or whatever it might be or sharing things that I'm enjoying. And I feel very thankful that even though I have, you know, not a big uh, following or anything that people are so affirming. Like I have a lot of people who like send me really sweet, encouraging DMS that are like, wow, this is so helpful. Or thank you for posting this. Or I, you know, I, I, whatever it might be. And it reminds me to do that with people. I even do that with like big time influencers where I'm like, they might never see this, but Mm-hmm. It, it is important to like acknowledge the people that we appreciate because so many times we just like mindlessly scroll sh- through stuff or we're scrolling through something and we're like, wow, I really like that. And then we just never say anything. And it, there, I had a moment one time where I'm like, this podcaster influencer person has literally changed my life and like the way that I've thought about stuff. And she has no idea because I've never said anything. So I finally like wrote her a message because I was like, I just want you to know, like you've shaped the way I like reapproached my spirituality. And I, I don't even remember if she read it or responded to it, but <laughs> I just think like, it, people are watching and it is imp- like, this is a way that we, even though there's a lot of downfalls to social media, I think it is one way that we can connect and hopefully add positive or co- like value based content out into the world. And so my hope is just like, if it helps people, someone, or someone gets to see a real life version of this, then great. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I love that. Holly and I harp on that a lot of people just not supporting one another um Mm -hmm. that's kind of been a big central message of this podcast is Mm -hmm. showing support and and showing appreciation and lifting people up Mm -hmm. um because it's so funny i i'll like post something about yoga or you know post about some you know my yoga classes or something and it may get you know a handful of likes you know Mm -hmm. and then yesterday i posted my halloween photo and was, was it was like who are all these people commenting on your photo i had like probably 20 comments about the <laughs> halloween photo and i'm like yeah so yeah. i yeah, it's, no. just, mm-hmm. it's crazy what people pay attention to and i'm like why can't you know, give this attention to, to what know. matters to me you yeah. know you reply back to each one saying come to yoga class yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah personal invites to everybody yeah <laughs> Yeah. I think that it it boils down to just also too, is being in this, it is so hard because it's, it can be tough to not, um, separate out like the things that get feedback or get responses. But I think ultimately, like if you are posting the stuff that you like, and that's fun for you, or that feels good, or it's the things that are right. Like that's, that's all that matters. Like sometimes I'll go back to like past content of mine on like, let's just say high def humans, Instagram. And I'll be like, wow, like this was a good, like, I remember thinking this and was like, this is helpful. And I'm going to put it down. And it maybe got like 15 likes or something. And I'm like, that's okay. Because I, this was helpful to me. And so, yeah, just trying to like, I sometimes need to just reaffirm myself that I'm like, no, no, no. I like this content and it's okay if nobody, or maybe it just didn't reach enough people or Instagram is stupid and pushes everything down. And I don't want to do reels all the time. So I, I don't know. This is the best I can do. <laughs> yeah. I get that. So human design is what high def is all about. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've just recently learned about human design. So what is it? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know like anything about it really. So you guys don't know your, like, have you looked up your types or anything? You do? Here, yeah, because I don't. I have a I have a business coach that oh cool specializes in human design, and I that's how I was introduced to it because I literally 
didn't know what it was and she was like do you want me to read your human design i was like i don't know what that is but i trust you let's do it so what are you do you know guess <laughs> can you guess well i can't i'm sure it is hard i was just curious if you could because i know like a lot of people try to guess zodiacs and i was just curious if if you can guess human designs not to put you on the spot if i yeah i mean from the very little note i know i'm just gonna say generator but i don't i don't know for sure it's that's hard. okay. Uh, manifester. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay, that's yeah. more rare. And an emotional manifester specifically. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Ooh. And so, Holly, I should have. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't. It's just based that. off the time of your your birth. Like you just have to have your exact birth time. So it's astrology based in that sense. But oh, okay. um, yeah, I can look it up afterwards for you and send you your chart and give you like a a brief overview of yours. But yeah. Cool. I love it. It's like been the most helpful tool for me personally, which is obviously then why I decided to pursue it and teach it to other people, because I think there's a lot of benefits to it. So how is human design different from like a natal chart reading? So astrology, I feel like shows a little bit more of like the themes of your life over time and then how you relate to different seasons of life. So because the planets are always shifting, it's kind of like, oh, here's how Gemini's are going to be in this season or, you know, like, yeah, it's more like to me, it's more analyzing like where you are in relation to the rest of the world and the cycles that the world is going through and the energies that like the collective energies that come with that. Whereas human design is it's your specific, it's like how you're wired to process best process your energy and kind of tap into your own unique areas of giftedness to live in a way that's more aligned for you. And it's going to be like flow easier. And, um, it just get, it should give you permission to be more fully you. So hopefully human design is stuff that you already know to be true about yourself deep down, but maybe you just needed like an outside permission to, to do, or to say, like, I feel like it's kind of the the language of everyone's intuition. So it kind of shows you how your unique intuition speaks to you. Yeah. And it's just a very affirming system. It was actually originally the intent of it was for parents with their children. So it's like, so, you know, that your child's design as soon as they're born so that you can help raise them up in a way that's nurturing their uniqueness and not layering your conditioning onto them and saying like, like a good example is like, Oh, if you want to be successful, you have to work hard and hustle and like, you know, work 60 hour weeks or whatever. And that's because that's, what's been handed down to people and taught. And it's like, there's no way you can make millions of dollars by working four hours a day or four hours a week or whatever. And whereas like, there's some types like the projectors, for instance, and even manifestors like work in like spurts. So like you get idea manifestors, like we'll get like an idea and they're meant to just run with it and take off. And they're not meant to ask permission from anybody. They're not meant to like, yeah, they're just supposed to like go forward with their ideas and then other people get on board with that or not. And so just knowing these, these elements of your design, I feel like is, is very helpful because it allows you to stay true to what's right for you and not like to disregard all the other things that don't apply to you essentially. Hmm. So there's a lot to it. It's very, there's a lot of elements human design. So it can be kind of overwhelming, especially when people pull their charts, it looks like this weird, like circuit board situation. Um, so people are like, what is this? I don't. And then they just clock out. But I actually think it's a very practical tool. Um, despite how like woo woo, it might seem to some people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. This is, it's, yeah. It's very neat. Do you feel like and you use you- it in your, in your life or in your work? I do. 
Yeah. Um, how you put it, 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 it gives you permission to be fully yourself is roughly how you put it. And that's exactly how I felt whenever I had my human okay, design chart cool. read. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it, there was just so many things, because I've always considered myself pretty self-aware. And there were so many things that like, I knew about myself, but like mm-hmm. you said, like the societal rules that I had always been taught were conflicting, mm-hmm. um, especially with, you know, the working traditional hours and, you know, following, you know, the chain of command and those right. types of things mm-hmm. that were always just like, conflicting to me, you know, and mm-hmm. going against my grain of my core, that it was just very liberating to, to see, oh, yeah, this is why I'm that way, you know, and just all the intricacies yeah. of, you know, the open and closed settings, it was like a one hour reading, Holly, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, when did you when did you get that? When did you get that done, Derek? Uh, this was probably like, I would say like six months ago. Oh, okay. nice. Is there mm-hmm. like, not to put you on the spot, but is there like, like something that you've changed like in that like is there something you do differently since you had that done yeah i would say the biggest thing like the biggest takeaway from it is like there's different like centers is that the right word for it Mm -hmm. your energy yeah the different centers in your body it's connected to the chakra system so it's like the root centers and the solar plexus and stuff and then there's like two extra centers outside of the chakras right Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Cause there's 11 instead of nine or wait. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So my throat center and like centers can be open or closed mm-hmm. and I forget exactly why that is, but I know they can be open or closed. <laughs> and my throat center was like fully open. Like she was like, she kept kind of like harping about how mm-hmm. open my throat center was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually whenever I actually really started thinking about the podcast because she was like, you have a lot to say. And <laughs> You know, you don't fill up, you don't fill up the void unnecessarily. Whenever you speak, you know, it's for reason and purpose Mm -hmm. um, and more people need to hear what you have to say. And I was like, I mean, I love telling people what I think. So sure. (laughs) So that's kind of where the, I mean, I'd always kind of thought about, you know, like doing a podcast, but it Mm -hmm. just seemed overwhelming. So one night whenever Holly and I were hanging out, just like shooting the shit, um, they kind of came up and we were like, we should do it. And had I not got my human design reading done, I probably wouldn't have the confidence to do it. Oh my gosh. That's really cool. Wow. This podcast happened because of human design. <laughs> Look at this. It sure what is. Feels very meta. <laughs> <laughs> that is very meta. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. It should exactly. Like, I think there's things that we might like hold back on sometimes, or we're just, not aware of on the surface level, but then we're like, Oh, I guess like that does kind of make sense. Or I have had people um, affirm me for that. And it just, yeah, I think it's a good, it's just very affirming. It should remind people to like tap into those gifts or like to not shy away from certain things or to have permission to tap out of something and be like, Nope, that's not for me. Like I don't need to do everything. Well, that's why we have humanity and other people's gifts to come in together and like step in where we might not have something that comes naturally to us. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely system, <laughs> I think. I agree. Mm-hmm. So is high def humans, is that like a majority of your work right now or a portion of it? I'm just curious. So yes, to like come back to the the previous of like things jumping all over the, or like me piecing together things. So at this current moment, I 
it is the thing that I'm pursuing the most heavily. So that's the thing that I would like to make my main thing, but Mm -hmm. it's not quite there yet. Um, when you live in a capitalist society that you have to pay rent in and all that. So I've been trying to figure out like a good supportive, consistent part-time job, which I also can't say that I have right now, but the latest thing for me that I'm doing is I started working for this. It's not really a caterer, but she does, she does meal deliveries and like, uh, let's Laguna beach is nearby me. And she's this incredible cook. She has actually a really cool story about like a life altering moment where she got breast cancer and she like immediately quit her job that she'd been so unhappy in forever. She's free of breast cancer now, but she was like, I want to do what I've always wanted to do. I love to cook. I want to cook meals for other people, healthy, like whole organic meals. And so she started just doing like local meal deliveries with friends. And now it's grown into this big business where they, she does weekly meal deliveries for like all over orange County almost. And then she just opened a little market with, it's like a specialty mart that is a dream and just has like take and go like grab and go pre-made food, but then also really good other stuff too. And then she does catering and events and things like that. So I'm working for her in a mix of, I'm doing everything from like some days I help with the meal prep forever, not like cooking the food, but like grabbing the meals and putting them together for people. Sometimes I'm assisting her and like helping to send out the weekly emails for the the menu. And then I, at some days I work in the market, which I actually love. Like it's a little bit of a challenge for me to have to be at specific places at specific times is something that I'm learning. Like, cause I've gotten so used to being on my own schedule and um, working from home or working from wherever. So I don't know how long this will last particularly, but if money was no object, it would be, it is a fun job. Like I love interacting with people. I love the hands-on work. I love something that takes me off of my phone and my computer and yeah. I, d- I don't know. I'm trying to just embrace the like all overness. I just helped a woman like do wedding coordinating for her for like, um, for a few months leading up to it and then like did the day of coordinating. And it was so much fun. Like I loved that. Um, I love events. Like I love like bringing people together. So there's, yeah, it's just, it's just a mix of things. <laughs> yeah, I, I just took a holiday retail job. So I feel you like I've been working from home for the past four years. And I'm like, I'm like hyping myself up to go stand on my feet for six hours. Um, (laughs) okay. This is a bit of humble pie, but you know what? That's that's what we're eating right now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just have to do a lot of reframing of like, okay, this is, you know, I'm getting exercise. I'm like, I'm trying something different. I'm being a free spirit. I don't know. I don't know what I want to like think about it, but yeah, it's for sure an an adjustment when you're used to being on your own time, but it's good. Cause then you learn, like, I also feel like I can, I, with human design, I have more permission to be like, okay, there's a reason why you feel like this isn't a fit and just let yourself say like, this isn't for me and that's okay. And maybe in like, how can I be really, really honest with myself about like, if, if this would like, if I could set up my dream day, it would look like this or my dream work. And realizing that those desires are in you for a reason. Like even the specifics of like, some people really love being around people all day long. And some people are like, I want to work in a cave and never talk to another human and just create content or whatever, you know, like be a writer. And so, yeah, I think it's been helpful to be like, even though at times the self-talk is, or like the outside voices are like, you're being entitled or you're being selfish or you're asking for too much. Like, I'm like, no, there's a re like, it is possible to have all the things, elements of a job that you want in one place and you're going to get there. But 
until then we, we, we fact find from all the different uh, <laughs> things that we're trying and we're like, this is a yes, this is a no, this is a absolutely not. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. my like about to jump up here. I'm like waiting for her to like your cat. Yeah. I know you have a, be- Sarah has a beautiful kitty cat. She's like, yeah. My old place, I used to do like my readings and podcasts from a armchair. And so every single time, if I'm sitting on the couch, oh, like she would come and sit on my lap and it, it was such a vibe, honestly, cause she would also like lay behind me. So it was like evil, like, um, <laughs> there's vibes where there's like just a cat tail, like swishing in the background. <laughs> um, but she doesn't, she's not going to jump on me now, but Oh, I want to see your yeah, kitty. I know. She, she's pro. I think it's like, she hears the, voice it like our voices and that makes her like she's like dying jumping up here and i'm like there's really no room but mm-hmm. she's gonna find room so what are you doing for your your holiday retail job i'm gonna be working as a beauty associate a beauty <laughs> advisor at ulta fun yeah i actually am like obsessive over ulta so when i saw the email like <laughs> that they were hiring for holiday i was like you know what i know that that's like I worked retail before, but it's been like seven years since that. Derek, that's how Derek and I met was working retail in college. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We worked at Abercrombie. Sure <laughs> with this pre like transformation Abercrombie or yes, oh, this, yeah. was, this was like 2005 Abercrombie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, guy. we had to take, so, we had to take Polaroids. This uh, was still sure problematic. I do remember those days because I've become like a full Abercrombie stan like now, but also yeah. it was like my mom didn't even like allow Abercrombie when I was like in high school at times because she was like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> but yeah. um, okay, anyways, but but yeah, Ulta, that's fun. And I feel like holiday retail too. There's something about that that feels very like festive and, and people yeah. are buying gifts and you get a like, I don't know. Yeah, I had a holiday retail job at Anthropology many years Uh-oh. ago, and I felt like that was super easy. And it's mm-hmm. like, for the most part, like people are in a decent mood. And mm-hmm. I feel like for seasonal jobs, they don't even bother with teaching you everything because you're going to leave at the end of the year. So yeah. I'm like, it's a good way to get out of the house. I'm going to meet other people that like beauty products mm-hmm. and I won't have to fold clothes. Yeah. So I'm trying to, and they get a discount. I say, yeah. And you'll get that discount, which is. So, so I've done a few training shifts where I'm like watching videos and it's just like, oh my gosh. Okay. We're doing this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gary enough. Just be like, I you got this. I totally, I'm going to be the best makeup seller in the universe. <laughs> I know. Like they gave me the dress code. Like you can only wear shades of orange, pink, purple, or black. I don't think I noticed that about them. For some reason I would have said that they were all white. I don't know why. You can wear white. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just so funny to, cause it is such a break from what I normally do, but also I'm like, yeah, maybe it'll be good. Who knows? Yeah. So what is it that you ultimately want to do? Or like, what would, what is your dream job situation? Um, that has changed a lot over the years, but over the past couple years, I I've always worked as a writer. Um, I've written several books and I've self-published several books on my own. I've had my own blog for 12 years. Uh, but I have kind of always wanted to write screenplays. So I took a script writing class during the pandemic And then I went on a screenwriting retreat in August. I went to New Mexico with the Austin Film Festival. And 
that was like the first time I really felt like I was around 49 other people. And I was like, wow, this, these are my people. Mm. I, I, and I honestly didn't even think about it. And then when I left, cause there's no cell service. So you're kind of off the grid. You're just with these people, you're doing workshops, you're writing. And then when I left, my mom texted me and she was like, did you feel like you fit in with your people? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Oh, that's so um, so now I'm, I do like writing groups and stuff. I've written, my goal right now is to like get a script purchased for a Hallmark movie. Um, so I've written my first like Hallmark movie script, but I'm in a writing group um, that is like helping me like workshop it and edit it. And then I'm just now starting a second one because at the, at the retreat, I met several people who had either acted in Hallmark movies or had connections at Hallmark. And they were like, you need to have lots of scripts, lots of ideas so that if you, whenever you're ready to pitch, like you have a lot to, to offer. So that's sort of what I'm working on right now. Um, I don't know if that's like my lifetime goal, but yeah, no, it doesn't have, it can be just for right now what you want to do. Yeah. That's kind of like what I want to do to at least tap into the industry. So mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing right now. I usually make money from doing like marketing writing, blog writing for companies for SEO, that type of thing. But I've done that for almost 15 years. And it's kind of like I I got laid off over the summer and it's kind of like I've done interviews and I'm like, I don't know if this is still for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. so I'll be selling Mac lipsticks, <laughs> slinging lipsticks until you get that screenplay. Um, yeah. I believe in you. That's, that's really cool. <laughs> but I'm curious how you went from like having an interest in human design to like deciding you were going to do that as your business. So a tr- in true nature to my human design, which is that I'm a manifesting generator, which means I'm meant to follow the things that light me up. Like that's my clues of what's right for me is like, what is it that excites me and interests me? And like using that to just figure out what my next step is rather than like having to figure out some huge long-term plan. It's like, oh no, I'm feeling really pulled or called to this right now. So there's, that means there's something in that for me. And when I do those things, it creates more energy for me. And then literally for the people around me too. So when I first learned about human design, it was on a podcast and I was like, oh, wow, this is, sounds really interesting. And I looked mine up and I was like, this really resonates. And like, this is the most spot on thing I've ever seen about myself. Cause I've, I'm like a self-help personal quiz junkie type of a person with like my background in psychology. So I've always gravitated towards those things anyways, but this was the one that like really spoke to me. So then I just found myself like wanting to learn more and more. And then when I saw that there was, um, this is also during the pandemic, like, so a human design expert that I followed offers like reader training for that. And so it was such a no brainer. I was like, Oh, that sounds so fun. Like that I'm in, like, I want to do it. I want to be able to teach this to other people. So originally high def humans actually was started with me and my best friend. She was doing coaching and she called it like clarity coaching. And so we're like, Oh, how fun. Let's create this umbrella brand that is like different practitioners coming together to help people live their brightest, fullest, most highly defined lives. And so we like built, thank God for her that she's like this incredible brand expert and like branding expert and really good at building websites and like brand guidelines. And so she, no joke, threw together like the website and all this stuff for high def in like two days and like called me and she's like, 
go check your email right now. And she like, I like pulled up this website and like, what the heck? Like, this is incredible. And so for months we like planned this and like had the launch. And then like right before we were going to launch it, she was like, I'm so sorry, but she's like, I do not feel called to coach right now. Like there's other things I'm excited about. And so to the credit of human design, I was like, I, I get that. I don't want you to do anything that you don't feel excited about. Cause that doesn't serve me. Like you doing this because you don't want to let me down. Isn't to either of our benefits. So I was like, be free. Like, yes, I'm my ego human side is sad because this was really fun to do this together. But then it was like the gift of her essentially, even though it's not what we envisioned, she kind of like handed this whole brand over to me and was just like, you run with it and just do human design for now. And then you can figure out what you want it to be. So what went from this, like, thing that was supposed to be like events and different, we were going to bring on, like we wanted like a Reiki person and maybe like a naturopath and like all these different, um, people who would like touch all the different aspects of life, you know? So now how I view high def humans is it's, it is human design, um, which it works with the like HD high def human design. Mm -hmm. Um, and I started with just guides and readings for people, but now I really, where my heart is at and what I love to do is like teaching to groups of people. So I would love, I've started working with like small businesses or like people hiring me for like a workshop and doing it like with their mastermind. Um, I want to start off. Well, it's like up on the site now, like I'm doing this with some friends of mine, like high def happy or human design happy hours where it's like you and your girlfriends or whoever gets together and you, everyone gets a guide, like their full guide ahead of time. And it's like, I'll teach on the elements, like the main elements of human design. So everyone gets to kind of learn about their type and their friends types, but then it's not, it's not like super in depth for each person, but it's still like an intentional time to learn about yourself and each other, but like in a group fun, like social setting. So that's what I'm really excited about turning it into. Like, I would love to start working, doing like more like events or working with groups of people. Um, and who knows what it will turn into, but I'm trying to take it one step at a time based on the things that I'm excited about. So that's where we're at right now. Fun. That is very cool. I saw on your website, which is beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank you. That's um, Jesse's credit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the um, the team reading aspect mm-hmm. of it, which would be so good for um, like a team building, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause people, you know, bring in like I'm strengths finders, obviously like that's an important one, but people bring in nowadays, like human or uh, Enneagram experts or things like that. And I think that the generation, I think it will speak more to maybe our age group than maybe like an older corporation. There is also the, the element of like, you do need to have your, your birth certificate. So not sometimes people don't have their original birth certificate or if you're born in another country, not everybody records births times the same, but next to that, I think it's a, I mean, some people absolutely are already doing this in businesses. They bring in human design people and everyone kind of learns their human design and their teammates. And to me, it's just another tool of like self-discovery and getting the most out of your gifts and then knowing like how to pull that out of the people around you too. Yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah, about I'd love to do more of that. Silly team buildings I've done where it was like, you know, the fox and the horse or yeah, whatever. Like you know. animal, which is also, yeah, we know that's yeah. fox and the horse. It's been so long since I've been in a job that does like, that kind of thing. <laughs> I, I, uh, when I worked like my first like job out of college, they did the strengths finder. And I, mm. I remember finding that that was interesting, but they made us put like 
our our strengths on our office door so it's like before you walk into holly's office you can see that she's this this and this which Mm -hmm. really didn't help my case at all but whatever (laughs) here's why holly's difficult to work with you can see on her strengths finder (laughs) no they're strengths they're good qualities (laughs) but yeah um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I think that is like a, con, um, like a common thing in a lot of companies. So that's luckily it's like, I don't have to do a lot of the legwork of like explaining to people why that would be beneficial, but it's more yeah. that not everybody's familiar with human design yet. So the goal is to, yeah, start working with like small businesses and then have word of mouth. Like people share that with, with other small businesses and their friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to get your foot in the door with businesses specifically because i have like a yoga at work branch of yoga for all humans Mm -hmm. which i'm still trying to get off the ground um i mean it's you know fully set up and i've done a few one-off classes but finding employers that are willing to invest in it is is really the biggest struggle with it because they know they know why it would be good like you said that everyone understands you know Mm -hmm. the value in it but whether they are willing to pay for the value that's that's a different story yes so you do yoga so it's not like in a studio like you people can hire you to do like per individual classes or like one-off classes and things like that yeah so our studio is fully virtual um so we can do live stream classes mm-hmm. and for your workplace or we can do on-site classes oh awesome um, mm-hmm. that's really yeah. cool i like that idea it's fine i mean that's where i was introduced to yoga actually was yoga at work um, oh, awesome. my, my employer back in the day had yoga at work twice a week and that was whenever i started doing yoga and yeah. fell in love with that so i wanted to be able to bring that back and make it you know more affordable and accessible to employers as well as people yeah absolutely because i get that you know there are financial barriers so affordability Mm -hmm. is part of my whole concept because i mean at the end of the day i want everyone to have yoga at the end of the day you want everyone to understand themselves better you know yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. but we do live uh in a capitalist society so we all got bills to pay yeah. <laughs> One of Garrett's favorite things to remind us that we live in a capitalist society. <laughs> I know. I, I, I say this with my friends all the time because I, it's, yeah, I mean, I think it's not surprising that we end up surrounding ourselves with people who are in similar life phases yeah. or who are wanting similar things. So I feel like my close friend group right now, a lot of them are like leaving that cor- or they have left that corporate world or they're longing to or they've st- kind of started their side business um, or their like their passion or hobby on the side. And yeah, I have these like existential moments where I'm just like, what, like, what is the point of all of this? Can't we all just like live like peacefully by the ocean and like just trade our services and gifts and like why? I, but then, yeah, I have to, I, I can figure out why like we have to do it this way and that's okay. And there's ways to make, still make that like aligned and conscious, but it's, I have the same feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yes. Yes. That happens to me all the time mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, money is not bad. It's just, um, it's just a tool, you know, uh-huh. something that we can figure out how to use for good. Exactly. 
I think uh, this actually goes into a question that I had about just, I hate the term work-life balance, but I can't think of anything else to say mm-hmm. instead of that. Um, Cause I'm just curious, like I said, since I follow you on Instagram, all I know is what I see on Instagram. And from that, from that, it looks like you're very intentional with your, you know, with your time. And so I'm just curious, especially since you mentioned like you have sort of multiple income streams right now. And I'm just curious about how you maintain, like you're really, I think a lot of stuff um, that I've seen on your content is like it, it honestly, a lot of it doesn't really fit into our conversation about a small business, but I noticed that you're very intentional about like, you're very purposeful about like your morning routine, your night routine. And I'm, I'm always like, okay, how, how is her work-life balance? Cause you always set aside so much quality time for yourself. And so I'm just curious about, about that. Yes. I think, and this is where like the honest part of the best way to describe it is that last year. So 2021, my word for the year was pleasure. And then the, the word that I got for this year was discipline, which I was like, cool. Thank you universe for that. Like, (laughs) like dichotomy, let's just live in pleasure forever. But I would say that I'm like, I'm really good at knowing how to enjoy my life and do the self-care stuff. Like that is not a challenge for me. If anything, yeah, it's like getting, it's figuring out how to balance in that discipline because I'm a good way to describe it from human design is I have an undefined root center, which is kind of like where that motivation and like, like the drive to do things and push things forward comes from. So it can be hard for me to self-motivate. Like if I'm like, when I'm doing something I love and once I get started, like, great, I can keep going, but it has been a challenge for me to figure out like, okay, how do I like sit down and be disciplined every day and work on these things that I don't know what the outcome is going to be like. I would love, and I've worked with business coaches and stuff because I'm like, I would, I want someone to give me parameters and be like, here, do this assignment and do this. Like, and so I'm still figuring that out a lot. I'd say like, I'm trying to get to the place where I'm like recognizing that it is still possible to do work and to like have hard work while still enjoying your life. And like that leads to that. Like sometimes you need to put in that time, but yeah, I'd say my goal is honestly to figure out how to like be as flowy and and like have as an enjoyable life as possible while still Mm -hmm. doing purposeful work. So, but we're still, yeah, we're still figuring that out. I, I will say that like, I don't think I could ever go back to working eight hours a day. I personally, like I, it would be really hard for me to like completely give that much time to someone else. Like, and so that I know for me, like a value of mine is the freedom to have at least like a good amount of time to myself. And in the meantime, like I am probably going to have to, yeah, find some better part-time or more consistent part-time work. Um, but yeah, that's the best answer. I'd say like the work, the thing that does help me is like, how can I make the work time that I'm doing as enjoyable as possible. So like, whether that's creating like an environment at home, I really love, or going to like high vibe, like coffee shops or cafes or restaurants to do my work or co-working spaces. Um, that really helps me. Cause I, I need to have like something to look forward to and something to like, be like, Oh yeah, I need to get out of the house and go do this in a way that's going to feel really good to me. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's obvious from the stuff that you post online, you're always like in a cute, like cafe working. (laughs) It's yeah. And I'm obviously I'm not posting, you know, like the times I am working, like I do post the more like pretty Instagrammable stuff, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I really do try to make that like my daily life too. Like, and how can I incorporate those things into even the smallest like elements of, of work or my morning routine, like you said, or 
my commute or what, yeah, whatever that might look like. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Something that brings me a lot of joy. (laughs) This, so we, we are actually like, we just launched our trailer for this podcast today. Our first episode drops next week. Oh my gosh. We're like record, we've been recording to like, kind of get a collection up. So I'm thinking, you know, we're, we're probably going to release this like you know, in holiday season. And I saw on your Instagram that you had a prototype for like something that you're going to be offering. Uh, and so I'm wondering if you'll, you'll share that with us. Like yes. tell us about it because I think it would be a great gift. Absolutely. Yes. So I'm actually finalizing that. I was working on it today. I'm hoping to have it live on my site within the next couple of days. Um, so the human design guides that I offer people, it's like a 40 plus page PDF that base that details everything from your chart, like the main elements of it. So it's a really helpful resource of like, you could Google a bunch of stuff about what, you know, each element of your chart means, but this like pulls everything together into one place and it's beautifully designed and all that, but it's always just been a PDF version. And I've always liked the idea of being able to offer a hard copy book of that. Like I've seen astrology books that you can do in that format. And so it's challenging because each one is individual. So it's not like I can do these big runs of them and get like print discounts. So there's been a lot of like tweaking and fine tuning, but, um, you know, eventually I'd love to get the price like down a little bit, but I still think like it's for something that's such like an intentional, practical, like meaningful gift for yourself or for someone else, like even parents of new children, like getting this for someone who just had a baby or getting it for a friend or an anniversary gift or whatever. Graduate, I think they'd be such good graduation gifts. Um, Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For like high school or college, because it's like, yeah, it's like, it's just, I want everybody to know about human design. So yeah. So I'm launching it. Um, the, the one note is that it's like about a two week lead time because to create it, have it printed, have it shipped to the person. Um, so I just, people need to like realize that when they're ordering like ahead of time for a gift, which is one of my downfalls, honestly, I'm always like, Oh, it's the day before my best friend's birthday. I've got to get something. (laughs) Like I need to have an app that like reminds me, you know, three weeks out. It's like, don't forget to get something now or so anyways, but yes, that's launching soon and time for the holidays. And I'm very excited, obviously like beyond the hall. I think it's like we said, like graduation or birthdays, like it doesn't have to just be December, but, but yeah, that's what I'm launching next. That is so awesome. Yeah. Plus there's nothing, I I mean, there's nothing wrong with giving someone like a card that says like, this is what's coming, you know, like it's still such a personal gift, which I think is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Does it come with a reading? So this doesn't, I mean, I sell like the readings that I do, they all include the digital PDF. Um, So yeah, there's ways to like, if you buy a guide and then later decide that you want to do a reading, I always think of it as like people who maybe just want an intro to human design or just want to know like the layout, almost like on a study version um, of their own personal design. Like a guide is a great place to start. If you're wanting to like have more one-on-one like interpretation of it, and like pull like themes and meaning and like have one-on-one time to ask questions and apply it to your personal life, then that's when a reading is really great. Like, I think a lot of people would be just fine, like reading about knowing the main elements of their design and just learning that. And then there's people like me whom like, I want to talk to someone. I want someone to like, tell me about me and like go in depth about it. Like that's who the reading would probably benefit. I loved my reading. Uh, Mm. It's so cool that your coach, yeah, incorporates that. 
Yeah. And she recorded it too. So I can always go back and listen yeah, to it. Yeah, I do that well. too. So yeah, yeah. listen back. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. What yeah. a cool gift. That's beautiful. Thank you. Well, I love what you guys are doing and I'm I'm so excited for your podcast. Like I think anything that's like gets to be a creative outward outlet of who you are and like what you're excited about is something that the world needs. So keep going. And I'm, yeah, I'm very honored that you guys would have me on here. Thank you for joining us. I mean, yeah, is, exact is, kind of people we're trying to lift up, you know? Well, thank you. Is there anything that we did not discuss that you were hoping to discuss? Um, no, this was, this was delightful. This was, <laughs> I loved getting to hear more about you guys and your stories and, um, and thank you for letting me share about mine too. Of course. Well, where can people find you? So my personal Instagram is where I like am most active, which is glitter, AKA Sarah. Um, but high def humans, the website and then high def humans on Instagram are more like human design specific resources or things that are going to be like, yeah, more encouraging in those or like resources in those areas. Um, so those are, those are the main places. I don't have my blog anymore. I've transitioned that all over to high def humans, but that was a very special time of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Time to bring it to a close. And so that's Sarah without an H. I know without an H. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And then high def is H I D E F. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, things I probably should have mentioned. It's okay. I, <laughs> Handling my branding better than me and my marketing. <laughs> no, it's all good. That's what I'm here for. Cause it, it was so funny. Cause whenever I saw your Instagram, I read it as hide F humans. And I was like, oh. what is hide F humans? And then I was okay. like, oh, hi, Jeff. That's, that's well, cause on Instagram, we do have the, do- I have the dots. I saw, so yeah, like yeah. And yeah. And people too, like when I tell them when I'm like, it's high def HI, not H I G H. Cause sometimes people think it's like a weed company. And so I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not, it's not high definition, but, um, so yeah, spelling matters, I guess. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I did love on your website where there was like an HD reading or something like that. I was like, that's clever. Good job. There is some, yeah, there, it's been fun. Like, even though Jesse did all the branding stuff, I, it's been fun for me to like, take take that over and like use this as a creative outlet in my own ways too and um get to design fun things and and yeah just try to have fun with it um i will say this is the part that i was saying like it has nothing to do with a small business but in the spirit of lifting each other up i will let you know like you putting out there that you should not wait to do things like don't wait on other people don't wait until you get married you know don't be afraid to travel by yourself like I have traveled so many places by myself, like seeing you do it. I'm like, I can do it. And then I get messages. Like I've been to New York multiple times by myself. I've gone to concerts in Madison square garden by myself, yes. I've been California by myself. Like, because anytime I ask people to go, they're like, Oh, that's not a good time. Or I can't afford it or whatever. I'm like, screw it. I'm going. And then I get messages from people saying, I can't believe you're doing that by yourself. I'm like, you can, you can do anything by yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And like, I have had some of the best times by myself going. So I really me- like appreciate you putting that out there. That makes me so happy. And I'm so glad that, yeah, you get to, you've gotten to experience that too. That's truly like one of my greatest life hacks. And one of the biggest revelations that I had a few years ago where I was just like, 
wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not going to wait on other people <laughs> to do the things that I want to do. Like that is crazy that I've internalized some sort of weird message that I need to like do wait till X till I can do this or wait till these people can join for that. And like, I've, yeah, it's one of my favorite things in life to be like, you know what, I'm just in the mood to do this. So I'm going to go do it by myself. Um, so I'm, yeah, I love that. Okay, well, you better get ready for your, yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> it's like nine, I have a 9 PM show time. I've got to make. That's so funny. <laughs> well, this was so fun. Thank you guys so much. And I can't wait for it to come out and um, to hear your other podcasts as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Holly, where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at orangejulia 7 also on thebitterlemon.com and on Etsy, Bitter Lemon Digital. And Derek, where can people find you? So I am on Instagram with my personal account at Yoga with Derek, and that's D-E-R-E-K, spelled the correct way. And on Instagram for Yoga for All Humans, it is at Yoga for All Humans on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, don't judge my TikTok game. I'm still learning. On LinkedIn, you can sync up with me, Derek Hagler, on there. And Yoga for All Humans has its own LinkedIn account as well. And of course, yogaforallhumans.com is the studio's website. Small Business Happy Hour has its own Instagram account at Small Business Happy Hour. Or you can email us at smallbusinesshappyhour at gmail.com. Cheers. Cheers. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday.